Hello everyone and welcome to Sober Gay Podcast, the podcast that gives you a front row seat to inspiring stories of people who have found freedom and joy in living an alcohol-free life. Hosted by myself, join us each week as we have fun and engaging conversations with everyday people about their journey to sobriety. From the challenges to the triumphs, come get inspired and learn about the amazing lives of those living a sober life. I really hope you enjoy listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this episode. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Sober Gay Podcast with me, Sean. So today, my guest is Roberta. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm so good. Honestly, it's been such a long time coming I feel but I only messaged you like last week about this recording but I've been so excited to chat to you because I feel like when we were just talking just then I feel like we've got like an instant online bond anyway oh my gosh absolutely I feel like I know you already I really do it's I know so for all the listeners that are listening like we kind of connected on TikTok and we kind of share our sobriety kind of um like loads of creators online do it differently and that's why I love it so much following these different types of people but your like content I just love it's just so like raw and just like friendly and first of all I just wanted to say like thank you for like sharing your stuff online because it's like it helps so many people and like you'll know as well like people message you and things like that that are struggling with alcohol or like wanting to stop um so first of all thank you and that's how we've kind of connected isn't it (laughs) yeah that's it yeah thank you for that I really appreciate that actually yeah um because that's obviously one of my main main reasons for doing it so yeah yeah, thank you for for that no worries so for anyone who's listening that want to know a little bit more about you uh tell me a little bit about yourself share as much or as little as you want okay so um I am 54 um, I have got two uh, grown-up children, um, Millie Rose, who's 23, and Oliver, who is 33. Uh, I'm married. Um, I live in Nottingham, but I originally come from London. So mm. you can imagine my partying days in London were pretty hectic over my 35 years of my drinking career, if you like. <laughs> mm. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, married, children. I'm a cake um, cake maker. I do um, novelty. Yeah, I make novelty cakes. Um, yeah, so, but I've, I've got a page um, where I do all my cakes and you can find me on there. It's Bertie's oh. Cakes. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm a carer. I do some caring as well. But that's that's pretty much it, really. It's it's pretty boring these days, maybe to <laughs> compare no, to the old. No, not boring at all. But I'll take boring. I will take boring all day long over over chaotic Roberta. So yeah. Oh my god! Do you know what? Boring is life now. <laughs> Isn't I love it? it. <laughs> Isn't it just? It really, really is now. Yeah. Sitting at so, home having a chilled night with a cup of tea sounds boring, but it's the dream. <laughs> well, it's, it might sound boring, but you know when you've lived in the madness which I did for so long um this to me is so tranquil it is it's almost it's almost like I feel like this is going to sound crazy um and a bit hippie-ish but it's um I feel like I've been reborn that's Mm -hmm. how I feel 
So yeah, a cup of coffee and a mocktail or um, that on a Saturday or a Friday night is is everything now. So yeah. yeah. And we'll probably get into like the the chaos and all of that, but um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. having that like history and probably like yeah. now living such like a chilled, um, boring calm. life. But I wouldn't want to call well, it boring, but it's calm, isn't it? Um, like it's you so say, calm. Yeah. it's like and, the- and do you know what it is? I think, yeah, I think as well because because I drank for so long, mm. um, I didn't I didn't understand that this calm um, life is just so, it's just so amazing. Um, And waking up every single day and feeling like just no regret and just, it's just, yeah, it's beautiful. I'm I'm just in love with sobriety. I really am. And I never thought I'd say that. Yeah, because it's like, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, oh, it's so normalized and that's something that we like yeah. uh, like is normal to do but then when you yeah. do like choose not to drink it's like yeah. oh my god it's like a game changer like you have so many more hours in the day and like you yeah. just you're out really like, like, what's the word your outlook on life is just like so much different isn't it really is and I really admire you guys like you're the younger generation I really really do because um so many of you now, like my children in- included, um, yeah. you know, they'll have one drink, maybe one or one or two. I think I put them off for life, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my drinking probably put them off for life. So they're not big drinkers. They they will have one or two, a uh, normal drinker, if you like. But yeah. I really do think, I really, really do think you guys are amazing. You in particular, as in you're setting the tone for um, f- for young people that, you don't actually have to get to a rock bottom. You know, you're making a decision for whatever reasons, your health, your well-being, your mental health, all of those things. You don't have to hit a rock bottom. So you're actually setting a really amazing, um, it's amazing what you're doing. Cause um, you know, you can lead a wonderful life and you know, you can have fun without drink. It is different. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, it's different. But you can remember it. You, you're present. You're, um, you're, you're authentic. You're just your authentic self as well, which yeah. I've always thought is that enough? Um, you know, because I didn't, because I wasn't uh, a drank for so long. I really didn't know who the real me was. Mm. Um, and when you actually strip everything back, um, really back down to who I am. Um, I am enough and I know now that I don't I, I didn't really need it I didn't yeah. you know I'm funny enough oh my god yeah 100% <laughs> and you also realize like like you wonder what people think and then it's like oh like like am I gonna be okay when I go out or like is it gonna be like is it gonna is yeah maybe it will feel uncomfortable but like the longer that you go go without it the more like comfortable yeah that you are in your skin that you're like I don't need to impress anybody I don't give a shit like this is me like this is me take it or leave it absolutely I mean I do get it I do understand that it is different it's for maybe friendship groups or people they have to get used to the new you as well and they don't know what to do with you you know they don't know um how to you know navigate it they don't and um you know sometimes it's like do they invite you don't they invite you 
Um, so I do understand how difficult it can be for friends as well, because I drank for so many years that it's like, it is difficult. It's difficult for, I'm learning, I'm learning about who I am and they're having to get used to a, who I am as well. So I do understand yeah. it. It's just it's, hard. It's a bit hard at times. I can imagine because it's like, maybe like when it comes to like friends or something like that, maybe they're used to like the, maybe like I don't know obviously we'll talk about more of like your history yeah like, um as we go on but like maybe they'll get so used to like the party version of you or like yeah. the drinking version of you then it's kind of like yeah. like this the friends that stay stay though I, I think don't yeah yeah I think so yeah I think so as well yeah but thank you so much for all the kind words that you just said about like um being like like the young people like kind of like paving the way because I don't oh. know I just feel like I'm doing it as just more of like a visual diary but like do you know when you get messages and things that is set people are like it's actually helping it's like oh actually like people do care yeah. about this kind of stuff I, I really do think it's so important because I just think that um you know you just as a young person you think that you have to have alcohol in you to to be to be fun and and yeah. I look at all your stories and I look I just look with pure admiration because I think I wish to God I'd have figured this this out years ago but then I say that and I think to myself it maybe it wasn't the right time now is yeah. the right time for me and you can't you can't go back no you just can't so, Absolutely uh, not. But, you, know, you guys are just seriously you're 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 doing such an amazing job so you, you know it's amazing really and so are you like you can't live with regret and like you're right. doing it now and you've done it for like so many years now so it's like 35, you know, 35 yeah. years yeah yeah and um you're smashing it so I'm excited to hear about your story um so why don't we go back to um like when you first ever drank alcohol, like what did that look like? Yeah, okay. So so you've got to remember I'm 54 yeah. and I come from the the noughties, as we used to call it, the 90s. Yeah. And it was the noughties because yeah. it was the ladette, that sort of ladette um, era where mm -hmm. women sort of drank men under the table and it was cool to do that. And you were encouraged to do that actually. Oh, really? um, and, and if you didn't drink, there was something wrong with you. Um, you know, there was, you were weird if you didn't drink in my era growing up. And also I come from an Irish um, background mm. where again, alcohol was really, it, it's what everyone did or done. So growing up, um, I had parents that drank, um, and I started, I had my first drink, I was trying to figure this out, and I'm thinking it was about 13 or 14. Mm. So I'm thinking probably 13. And um, I went uh, to my mum's friend and I was babysitting her children. Mistake she could possibly make to two 13 year olds and said, yeah, and you can help yourselves, she said. And I went to my friend, oh, you know, as soon as they'd gone out the door, of course we did. We helped ourselves to the little bloody bar. Um, and by the time they came home, we were absolutely pissed. We were drunk. Really? And we were babysitting. How, how bad is that? Yeah. 
Um, so that was my first, that was my first ever um, thing with alcohol. And then I started going to a nightclub at the age of 14. And it's not the norm and it's not right. And, you know, we all did it though in those, in those days. You didn't need any um, ID. Yeah. You didn't need any ID, which is disgusting. So now, thank God, you know, children are protected. You know, my mum didn't know where I was going. She probably yeah. had an ID, but, you know, no ID, um, all dressed up. I probably looked older then than I do now because I was trying so hard to <laughs> blue eyeshadow blue eye up to here. And I probably looked about 50 then. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so it was nightclubbing on a Friday and Saturday night and, and drinking. And um, my mum and dad split up when I was 15 and... Mm. I lived on my own when I was 15. Did you? Yeah. So my mum and dad split up. One wanted me to go with one and the other one wanted me to go with the other. And I decided, which again is not right or wrong. Um, well, it's not right. <laughs> um, I decided I was going to live on my own. Mm -hmm. And I was nearly 16, but not quite. And um, so there I didn't have any guidance. Um I discovered alcohol from a very young age, very young age. Mm. And um, yeah, and I, I discovered that alcohol um, made me uh, comfortable. And I think I suffered from social anxiety when I was younger. I still do now, actually. Okay. Um, really badly. And mm. I was painfully shy when I was younger. So when I started to drink alcohol, discovered alcohol, I discovered that it gave me this freedom of being funny and loud and, 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 you know, extravagant, mm. um, that I was because I was so shy. So 16 sort of doing it all on my own and then discovering this wonder drug yeah. that gave me this amazing, um, confidence, um, all it took was a few times. And I thought, this is it. I've, I've, I've nailed it here. Yeah. You know, I've got I've got the potion. I've got the potion to this. I can be I can be this all singing, all dancing Roberta on a Friday and a Saturday night. And then don't bump into me on a Sunday in Asda because that's not me. And then I'm all anxious and I'm like that I'm not that person at all. Yeah. So I think over the years my social anxiety um was really fed with alcohol. Or I fed it with alcohol. Yeah. And then I guess like living like so young on your own as well like the rules like just went out the window so you could just do yeah. anything you wanted well, there was no rules yeah there wasn't I made my rules up as I went along mm. um yeah and it was you know my 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 mum um passed away um so my mum was 56 when she passed away oh, I'm sorry. um two years two years thank you two years older than what I am now yeah. um and yeah, it, it it floored me. And I think my alcohol really ramped up when my mum died. Yeah, yeah. And mm. was that kind of, um, when did that happen then? Was that in your... So, yeah, so, um, so she's been gone since 2004. So, um, yeah, so about 22 years ago. Yeah. So I, I actually had um, a nervous breakdown after my mum died. Mm. Uh, she was my best friend and um, close. She, yeah, every, we were very super close. 
so I self I started to self-medicate when my mum died yeah um and the more I self-medicated um the more I numbed that feeling um and I've really 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 realized put two and two together which isn't that difficult to that grief for me and alcohol is absolutely a massive recipe for disaster because my uh, best friend's son died by suicide um a year and a half ago wow. and just thank you yeah just before I, I quit um and i realized then that um that's what i do i self-medicate when it's like grief you grief. know yeah yeah and can I just say this before I carry on? Um, um, I'm only saying this just um, so, you know, when you hear people say commit suicide. Yeah. Am I OK to talk about this? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I listened to a podcast just recently, um, Minister Sprite. Yeah. And it was such an amazing, amazing podcast that um, educated me about not saying committed suicide anymore. I've, been, I've said it for all these years and committed suicide, uh, suicide was a, um, uh, you'd go to prison for it um, yeah. years ago. Oh really? So they used that term, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was a, against the law, what do you call it? A, um, an, not offense, what do you, I don't know. What like a law, yeah. Yeah, a law. So, um, so that's where that stemmed from, committed suicide. Um, so it was against the law to do that. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I now try and say, apparently, the right terminology for somebody that has taken their own life is um, death by suicide. You know, they died of suicide. Right. So, sorry, I just wanted to clear that up because my friend will be listening, and that, yeah, that's very close to my heart. Yeah. No. So, that's... Yeah. yeah. Thank you for pointing that out. But, um, and I think a lot of people will resonate with things like that linking to alcohol because like you don't know it at the time necessarily because when you're going through something like that or like you lost someone that you love and things yeah like alcohol plays a big part of it for some people because it's like a way of numbing and you wouldn't have known that back then because it's like you just wanted the pain to go away and and but now it's like now you know that like like you couldn't have yeah. helped yourself then you know no, no. And I mean, I was um, on antidepressants for years and years and years. Mm. Um, and obviously, their antidepressants weren't working um, because obviously we all know that alcohol um, is a depressant in itself. So um, drink, um, drinking and taking antidepressants um, was a just not working. But not after three months of three or four months of quitting drinking, um, I felt so amazing that I took myself off of my antidepressants. Now, I'm not recommending that to anybody. I do I do recommend that people do go to their doctors and come off. Um, yeah. But I do recommend that. But I didn't. Um, and I have never felt, my mental health has never been in the best, it's just in the best state it's ever been. So I now know that I didn't really need those antidepressants. It was the alcohol that was depressing me um yep. and yeah so removing the alcohol i've been able to remove the antidepressants so yeah it's a knock-on effect 
100% and that's such a great thing that's come one of the benefits that have come out from it because it's like how amazing is that like yeah. removing like not drinking and then like your mental health just like yeah. getting so much better is just great yeah. and I feel like I don't know I don't want to like generalize um yeah generalize it but do you know when people kind of mention that they do suffer with like anxiety and like a bit of depression and things like you don't want to like yeah. say or maybe just like have a break from alcohol because that will probably yes. help you a little bit before go like Absolutely. I do agree I do agree like go to the doctors and things 100% but even just like yeah. for like two weeks or a month just try and not drink if, yeah. you do, if you do drink yeah I mean the thing is you know when you're in it when you're in that cycle and you think oh you know that's the only thing at five o'clock pouring that glass of wine is going to make me feel better because you yeah. do that's what you you know you do feel like that yeah um but it's not until you're out of it that you you just want to scream it from the rooftops you want to say yeah. I have done this for 35 years and I know that people have to learn bite from them you know they have to learn themselves I get that um, because I was not somebody that listened to anything or anyone. I really didn't. I wished I had. I really wished I had. But my advice to anybody that is suffering really bad with mental health and you are self-medicating with alcohol, just just say to yourself, three months, just give yourself three months or a couple of weeks and you yeah. will see the benefits. You will see the benefits. You just will. Yeah. So... It's just you yeah. are so right as well. It's like you just you don't know that until you're you are on the other side because it's like if someone yeah I'm, I agree with you if someone would have been like why don't you just stop drinking or like just stop taking drugs yeah. you know what I mean like but then it's like yeah. well that's not gonna help but then no, exactly. you actually realize like oh my god it does like it really does. Yeah. Somebody put on my some I mean I get I get um I've got about four to five people that I um that message me every single day and I message them every single day we check really? in with each other on my TikTok there's one lovely girl who who actually asked me she's quite young I won't say her name yeah um and she asked me if I could this was about three months ago I think please can you check in on me every day and I do now now we've become such amazing friends she's quite oh. young um and two to three times a day she 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 tells me I'm doing this I'm doing that I'm going on my first sober holiday um I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And it's an amazing connection, TikTok. And, uh, you know, it really is an amazing place to, if it's used correctly, I yeah. think it's amazing. It really is to be able to be there for people and, and her for me, you know, to check in on people. It's, it's, I just think it's amazing. That's actually given me shivers. Like, like it's yeah. made me so happy that, like, two people that don't know each other have, like, come... Yeah to just yeah. chat and like different walks every of life. Single day. Yeah, yeah, every single day I have I have the morning messages, morning, sweetheart, morning, how's your day? Stay sober, we've got this, you know. Oh. I mean, wow, isn't that just, it gives me goosebumps to think that I've got someone checking in on me that is a stranger, yeah. you know? That's just, oh. it's just beautiful. I think it's beautiful. I, really I love that. I really think it's yeah. I know. I'm just like that is such a kind thing to do, but also it's something that you want to do, and it makes yeah. I really do. 
even like one message you know that like yeah. that's your like one act of kindness that you're doing that day Absolutely. But you're doing it because you love helping other people and that really do brings you joy because I think my you know my recovery is a hundred percent um um in trying to listen I do my TikToks because it holds me accountable for number one um, number two you know, I, I have had people that go, well, why do you do them? And do you do it for attention? I promise you with my hand on my heart, that is not why I do them. Um, no. I don't have enough hours in the, I don't have enough hours in the day to do that. I know that by, I know by the messages that I get and I, I have got, I can't even tell you how many I've got. And I savor them all because it makes my heart melt. It mm. makes my heart melt to hear somebody saying, you know, I know you're not a therapist, but I listen to your TikToks every single day and um, I'm seeing that you're doing it. Um, what would you advise? And I always say, I'm not a therapist. I don't proclaim to have it or to have all the answers. Yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But what I can tell you is what what I'm doing is working. Yeah, exactly. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, and people yeah. resonate with the videos because they're so um like authentic. And you, yeah, you do say like, I'm not professional, but this is how my experience, and like that. Yeah. And you can help you you help people in so many ways that you don't understand. Like, so you should be so happy about that. And you did a video the other day, and you were like, I don't know if I should carry on. And I was like, Don't you dare stop! <laughs> you did, and I loved that, and I was so grateful. I got really emotional because I was like. I don't know. I don't know if I should do this anymore. Do people think that I'm doing it for for some other reason or yeah. another ulterior motive? But like I said, I promise you with my hand on my heart, the only reason I do this is, of course, it's to help myself. Of yeah. course, it's to help myself. I, I wouldn't, you know, it's to hold me accountable. But if I can help a few people along the way, why wouldn't I? Yeah. Why wouldn't I? And it gives you that good feeling, that feel good factor. That feeling of, you know, I potentially could have helped somebody today. That's an amazing feeling. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's almost, it's almost a feeling that you, you're getting these these natural highs that I used to get from alcohol. That yeah. buzz that I used to get, you know, that buzz that 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 first drink gives you. You know, the first yeah. drink, the first drink that is the one that you should never actually take anyway, but. The first drink is actually the best part and the, the second one and the third one, it, it all goes downhill for me. So, uh, but that buzz that you get from that first drink, that first sip is what I get now from somebody saying, you've really, really helped me. And I go, but you're helping me. Yeah. You don't understand. You're helping me. Yeah. You know, so it's a knock on effect. It's 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 amazing. It really you're is. You're losing one thing, which is a buzz from alcohol, which is bad. And then you're gaining like something that's good for you. And that's like making you feel it's better. 100%. It's a natural buzz. It's yeah. a natural high. And um, I haven't felt that natural high um, since I was a child. Yeah. Because if I, you know, you think about I've been drinking since I was 15. I don't remember a natural, the only re memory I have of a natural high was when I went to ballet when I was about 11. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I can't, you know, it's for me, this is all alien. This is all new. Mm. I'm reborn, if you like. I feel reborn at 54. So 
It's all I love that you said that as well. But like, do you know, I have a lot of people come on here and say like, oh, this sounds hippy dippy. But it doesn't. It's true. Like, it's so but true. It's true. I have no reason to lie. Why yeah. would I? You know, so. And again, with like the um, like the online community and things like it's so amazing because like I feel like one of the things that have helped me, I don't know about you, but like it's what you've said that that it helps you but like community is such a huge thing and I feel oh, like the, like sober TikTok community is so like supportive like oh, it really is it really is I mean somebody put on there the other day saying oh you know sober TikTok isn't isn't you know it's not the answer you know I mean you know I think you probably know that I've I've started AA now mm -hmm. um and AA is really amazing and really, really helping me massively. I was very mm. worried about that. I was worried about doing it, but the reason I started AA was, okay, I had, you know, 12 months under my belt of being sober. That wasn't the issue. Getting sober was the easy part. Staying sober for me is, is paramount. Mm -hmm. That's, that's why I joined AA is yes. I know now that I can, I can get sober but I want to stay sober. Exactly, yeah. So, but and yeah, that's helping you. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I want to go back to, like, when, you, after all the time that you've been drinking, like, when did you kind of decide, like, that you wanted to stop drinking? Like, what uh, was enough, the reason? Was, enough was enough. Um, well, I will be completely honest with you. Um, I didn't. My body did. Okay. So, yeah, okay, yeah. So basically, um, I was drinking, like I said, for years and years, self-medicating. Well, it wasn't serving me well for a very, very long time. And I knew it. Um, I used to go to church. I'm not a religious person. I'm very spiritual. But I used to go to church and pray to anything or anyone that would help me to stop me drinking. So okay. I wasn't happy with my drinking for a long, long, long time. But this one particular Monday morning, I woke up and I was laying on the sofa and my husband came in and he said, are you OK? I said, no, I'm not OK. And uh, you may have seen it on my TikTok. It's the, it's it's me laying down and my face is really red and my eyes are really bloodshot. And I looked at myself and I said, what have you become? Mm. What have you become? And I had this almighty pain in my side and in my stomach. And my stomach looked like it was about six months pregnant, mm -hmm. really bloated, really swollen. And I thought, something's wrong. And I know it is because you know your own body. And I thought something's wrong. So I said to my husband, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and I'm going to have to be honest for once. And he said, but are you though? <laughs> but will you, will you be honest though? Because I'd been to the doctor so many times and when they asked me how much I was drinking, I lied because I was embarrassed. Yeah. So I made the appointment and as I walked through the door, I was doubling back, do I, don't I? As I walked through the door, this is a bit of hippie stuff here, um, a white feather stuck to the boot, my boot of my shoe and I kept kicking it to try and get it off and it, it wouldn't go. So I bent down, picked it up and put it into my purse. And I know that that was my mum saying, just bloody keep going, girl. Keep going. Just go in, yeah. So just get in there, get in. So I went in, sat down, explained to the doctor exactly what was happening, pains where I had them. And he said to me, How much are you drinking? And I said, I'm drinking, I'm drinking about a bottle and a half of wine a night, maybe more sometimes, definitely more at the weekends. 
Um, and that must it have was been getting... hard for you to say. Oh, it was really hard. And then he put his pen down on the table and he said, that's too much. And I thought in my head, no, sh no shit, Sherlock. I said, yeah. that's, that's why I'm here. I said, that's why I'm here. And he said, that is far too much. So he said, lay on the table. So I laid on the table and he pressed my tummy area and he said, your tummy's really swollen. He said, I think this is your liver. So I... Oh, I can't even tell you that 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 feeling of shudder just went through me, the fear yeah. of God. And I came out and um they'd done all these blood tests that day as well. And they phoned me the next morning and he said that my liver was basically packing up. Okay. That it was struggling, really. He gave me the numbers, but I can't really remember. But and he said that my cholesterol was through the roof. So he put me on statins that day. And he said, you're a heart attack or a stroke waiting to happen. Oh, God. So, um, so he said to me on the phone, he said, you have to stop drinking for at least six months. He said, at least. He said, but I would advise you never to drink again. But And I thought, oh, yeah, I'm as if I'm not ever going to drink again. Are you mad? That's what I thought. So I came out, I came away and I thought, right, okay, I can do this for six months. And I threw my heart and soul into it. I was really started to think after even a week or two, wow, I feel amazing. Jesus. And as I came to the six months, I was in a, in a bubble, a safety bubble for the six months. Mm. And I kept thinking, oh, I'll just get to six months and then I can drink again. That's how I was thinking. Oh, was that? And yeah, and the six months took me up to Christmas. So I thought, if I can get the blood tests in before Christmas, I can have a drink on Christmas Day. This right. is how the, the alcoholic mind was working. Mm -hmm. So, again, somebody up there was looking down. I kept ringing, can I get in before Christmas? Can I get in? And he said, no, you know, there's no appointments until the 2nd of January. So I thought... Six months I've done here and I can't even have a drink on Christmas Day. Are you crazy? And um, so I couldn't drink all over the Christmas. Went back on the 2nd of July of uh, January. Yeah. And they said, I don't know what you've done, Miss Burton, but you, everything's back, back to normal. Your liver's perfect. Your wow. cholesterol's perfect. You, um, everything's perfect. And I walked out of there with the mindset of going and buying a bottle of wine next door. And I thought, what are you doing, you crazy old woman? Yeah. Why are you even thinking like that? You've got a second chance at bloody life here. And you're going to start where you left off. What are you thinking? So then I just basically said, I never said I was ever, ever giving up for good. And I said that to my husband and my children. I mm -hmm. said, I'm, never, I'm not giving up for good. Because I thought if I say those words and I go back, they won't trust me. So I got to here and that's where I'm at now. That's where I'm at now. <gasps> what? So that is, oh my God, I'm, I don't even know you, but I'm so proud of you. Like you should be oh. so proud of that. And that's, and also you must have felt such a, like a relief when you got those results back as well. And is that really when... Is that when your mindset changed to I'm going to get a bottle to nah I've got a second chance at life? Absolutely, that was that was the that was for me where I was thinking you've done all this hard work and your liver's 
you, you, you liver, I, you know, I envisaged that I had to maybe have a liver transplant. I was going through all these crap stuff and I've yeah. really, really damaged myself. And you're going to go and get a bloody bottle of wine to celebrate. Are you crazy? Um, so I thought, no, I'm just going to keep going with this and I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And yeah, um, so I am like, so I think it's 13 months or 14 months now. Wow. And can Amazing. I can I just do a little um, news flash? I need to, to, to just say this. I hope you don't mind. Yeah. I I I have I have always said never. I'm not saying never. I'm not saying never mm -hmm. uh, because never too big a word. Um, I want to say this on your podcast because I want my children to believe me. Um, I'm saying today I am never drinking again. I've never said that before. Sorry. I've never said it to them. I've said to them all along, I, I may drink again one day. Don't put me in that corner. Don't put me in that position. Don't put pressure on me. So I want to tell my children, Oliver and Millie, I am never, ever, and I promise you, ever drinking again. And I wanted to say it on here because they will believe me. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Roberta, honestly... <laughs> That's going to mean so much to them, and thank you so much for sharing that on this podcast. Like, oh. like you got me so, like a bit emotional as well. <laughs> Sorry, but, like, I'm such a, I'm such an ugly crier. It's a good job it's a podcast. My face is made for radio. My face is made for radio. <laughs> you're not an ugly crier. You're gorgeous, and honestly, you should be so so proud of yourself. Like your kids are going to be so. They're like, going to be. They're going to they, be amazed. The, they are and honestly they should be so you, but i mean it but i mean it sean i mean it i can it. tell i can tell I you, you mean it i promise my mom i promise myself i promise my children and my husband i will never drink again never ever ever and i promise you all that but i wanted to, to do this on your podcast because I, they will all believe me <laughs> and it all it it all fits it all you have to do the thing you have to do these things when the right time is for you yeah it wasn't like, the right time yeah and like the white feather on your shoe like the decision to not like drink again and even like sharing this now like it it's the right decision and it, you should be so so proud and honestly like you're just a joy to just watch and I anyone that's in your life I would just I'm jealous that that they're uh, in well you're in my life now mister exactly <laughs> but no honestly like you are a, an angel I love it and you, oh, should, you. you should be so proud of yourself and thank you for sharing that on this podcast um and oh, uh, that's going to mean the world to them I know that is it means the world to me um, and I know it will them and it will be a relief for them yeah. because I know that they're so that they're so proud of how far I've come but there's always that niggling thought of what if mum goes yeah. back to the old way what if mum takes that first drink well mum's not taking that bloody first drink it's not no. happening it's not happening there's more no to, way you, you know what's on the other side now so you don't oh, want and it's, it's beautiful it's it's nothing to be scared of, guys. It's amazing. Give yeah. it a go. Give exactly. it a go. Oh my god, I'm just so happy for you. So happy for you. <laughs> Thank you. So, I think now is a good chance to just go on to the next question and just to talk about all the benefits that you've got from living alcohol free yeah. because 
the past is in the past you can put that yeah. in like you've got great children like like you've built yeah. such amazing like family and everything like this but like the drinking the drinking you is in the past so I want to talk yeah. to you about like the positives that you've got from uh, how long how long have you got Maybe. <laughs> so I guess yeah I what is the benefits <laughs> I've got the list are you ready yeah ready get ready right you know, first of all you know making a list of the benefits of stopping drinking is oh my god it's endless if you say to somebody make a list of the positives of drinking it you struggle you struggle yeah. I tried so this is the benefits for me um, of stopping drinking my relationships with my children husband my memory my energy my sleep my physical health my mental health my weight loss my confidence my creativity yeah my patience my patience my conflict with people oh it's almost non-existent now I was an argumentative bitch <laughs> <laughs> no I no I hear you say uh, I can't believe that <laughs> um, oh believe it believe it trust me um yeah money wow more money inner peace deeper spirituality my self-esteem and the last but not least acceptance I accept myself now mm. I'm bloody enough I don't need the alcohol I accept me I'm bloody marvellous as I am I don't need it I know I don't and you are bloody marvellous thank you thank you I, I mean I do do these I do these every day now to myself I say I say these things in the mirror and I say you are you're all right you're all right just keep going and keep doing you and you know don't worry about what everybody else is thinking because and probably people aren't even thinking yeah you're not that important you're not even that important actually <laughs> <laughs> but it's just in the inner thoughts isn't it yeah it is it is um i'm gonna have to write all these down because i feel like this is probably a good thing for you like these are probably a list that you just even know in yourself but like even if you now you're reading it i can tell by your face you're like proud that you're you've got inner peace you've got like good relationship you know like they're such good things to like write down even yeah absolutely absolutely oh um thank you for sharing all of them I feel like people are going to listen to that and be like yes 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 yeah, I hope so I hope so I really do I mean um can I just it will take one second I hope um yeah, I can, I just, can I just when I stopped drinking I had to fill my time with so many different things um now yeah. I've never been academic I've always been a creative um so, but I've decided, I started doing poetry, well, of a fashion, my, my poetry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote this, this is from my, one of my first ever poems. It's very short, but it's very, it's very apt. Um, and it's called One Day at a Time. Um, right, so it, this is how it goes. You have to stop one day at a time. That evil poison that now I call wine. She was my friend that I relied on so much. I didn't realise she'd become such a crutch. Cruella, I called her, inside of my mind. Go on, she says, have a sip of some wine. She hands me the bottle. She says, just have some. She sneers and she says, it's not like it's rum. 
She's your friend, not your enemy. Go on, it's fine. Fuck off, Cruella, as I know that you are wine. You're not my friend. You never were. You're dressed in sheep's clothing. I see all the fur. So stay away, Cruella, one day at a time. You were never my friend. You were always just wine. Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> so poetry and writing everything down is, is, is such a, it's such a tool. Yeah. It's an amazing tool. You know, if you're overthinking things or you're thinking, oh, God, I, I want to have a drink, get your book out. Yeah. Try it, try it, try and do something. Just write things down. It's so cathartic. And that's a new word I keep using lately, cathartic, cathartic. Oh. <laughs> that, must have been, that must have been quite easy to write because it would have just come straight from your head. And, oh, absolutely. And like you said, like, you're a creative. So that would have just come naturally. And like. It really yeah, creative versus academic, like that is being creative. Like writing yeah. that is being creative. So, like, oh my god, I want a copy of that. I want a copy of that list, and I want a copy of that. <laughs> oh, um, oh. <laughs> um. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um. So, if you have one tip for somebody that is listening to this and is like, oh my god, Roberta can do this. Like, I can do this. <laughs> What is yeah. your like main tip? And I know it's like different for different people because everyone yeah. has different relationships. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a you know there's a there's a couple of tips that I've. So for me, podcasts and audio books became my best friend. Mm. They really did. Um, and I would say just do do it for yourself, not for anybody else. Um, I mean, I'm a retired people pleaser now. I am. I'm a retired. I'm a retired people pleaser. I don't need to pe to people please anymore. So if you're going to do this journey and you're concerned or worried about what other people are going to think about you, doesn't matter. Just doesn't matter. Just do it for you. Do it mm. for yourself. And um, yeah, I would just say, like I said, just try and 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 just listen to podcasts and listen to positive stuff. You know, just all positive, positive, positive. I used to be such a negative Norris. I really did. I honestly, I really? everything was hard. I swear to God, everybody has. That's the biggest thing that everyone's noticed about me and my family. To the point of even Millie will go, "Oh God, Mum, so, <laughs> so positive, it's annoying." <laughs> like, but they do. They'll go, "Oh," but I'll say, "Yeah, but well, what about that?" And what you know? But when you're drinking and your your depression and your self-medicating you're so low you're you you're, you can't think positively so yeah just listen to positive literature listen to positive podcasts drip feed yourself with positive stuff only yeah and That's it's like I'm you're saying. taking all the time back where you were not happy and now you're like you want to be like more positive now because you have been by the sounds of it like even though yeah it sounds hippy dippy but like you are reborn to like this new person yeah Hundred percent. And also, I will say this: you know, at the beginning, it didn't come easy to try and be positive. Yeah. But you know, I'm of this believer as well: fake it till you make it. Yeah. And sometimes, when you fake be you fake this, you know, before you know it, you're there. So yeah. just keep thinking positively, trying doing things that are positive stuff. Don't engage in negativity or negative people. Just don't. Oh, honestly, like you talking to me today has given me such like a buzz and I feel like oh. 
yeah and that's gonna like resonate with like listeners and I know it because like do you know when you can hear someone so authentically talking about like what they're from the heart it's from the heart so like I just want to say thank you for all of that um and I just want to ask you like in the final question like if in word like what does it mean to you like what does alcohol free mean to you well, I thought about this one and I, I, I you know, I was going to say freedom. I was going to say clarity. I was going to, and it is all of those things. Of course it is. But what I feel my, my way, I don't know if this is the right, well, there is no right or wrong answer. So yeah. I will tell you what superpower. Yeah. Superpower. This alcohol, being alcohol free is my superpower. That's it. That's the word. I, I had to ask my husband, is it two words? And he went, no, it's one word. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm dyslexic and I would have had to ask something like that as well. <laughs> well, I think I am dyslexic. I think, I haven't been diagnosed, but I, I, I definitely think I've been, I am dyslexic without a doubt. But that's another story for another day. <laughs> yeah, we could do a part two. <laughs> but yeah, I would say superpower. It's my superpower. Yes. I love yeah. that word and I think it is your superpower because it's yours. Do you know what I mean? It's mine. Yeah. It only belongs to me. <laughs> oh my god. Honestly, I'm gonna come off this like on such okay, a darling. high because like oh. you are literally just like a breath of fresh air. And oh, I just you. wanna like thank you for being so amazing, for sharing your story and yeah, you should be so proud of yourself. Um and oh, thank you. carry on being you. Um oh, yeah. Thank you. So much thank you that's 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 given my heart uh, um a, a warmth so thank you so much thank you so much if anyone wants to um follow you like online or like where can yeah. they like if anyone I'm, I'm only on tiktok actually that's all i do so it's just okay. Bert, bertie's blog that's all bertie's just bertie's blog, blog. yeah perfect yeah. i'll tag that in the um in the link as well so people can oh, like thank you, you on there um, but yeah, again, have an amazing Sunday and we'll talk soon, I'm sure of it. I'm sure we will, my darling. We will, we will. But thank well, you for inviting me on. Yeah, I thank you so much. And it's been such an amazing like recording. I really appreciate your time. You're welcome. You're welcome, darling. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sober Gay Podcast. I am also on TikTok under at the Sober Gay underscore. I'll see you next week. <laughs>